I'm I'm glad you're here. This is part two of our conversation. Because <laughs> I just talked to you like a couple of weeks ago for Bellman. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. But I didn't see your face. We just talked. No, no. We talked about Dean Devlin, you and me. and No, no, no. I remember now, but I also remember you saw me. I got no picture of you. Oh. So right now, I see what you look like, and I like this much better. Thank you so much. I, uh, like I said, I shaved and put on, uh, put on some clothes. <laughs> Uh, not wearing any pants, though. I hope you're not either, because... Well, why not? Of course. Of course. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it wouldn't be a Zoom conversation. Yeah, we it's, it's just not there. classy without with, with pants on. So, anyway. Uh, let me get settled here. So, uh, first of all, I I want to say this um, uh, on, a, on a personal note. You know, I... I followed your career for for a very long time. I uh, I adore you. I think you're you're an amazing actor. Thank uh, you. Do you do you enjoy stage or film more? I mean, is there is there any kind of uh... well? Okay, I you know on that one, uh, some people say, "What is your favorite role?" Blah, blah, blah. I couldn't uh, I tell you that. I do love stage the most. Uh, I used to call TV was my waiter's job. It allowed me to go to <laughs> stage. Uh, but a lot of it was I was not able to do a lot of single camera work. Mm. I was primarily known for doing four camera work on, on TV, Spin City, Mad About You, all of those. Once I got the hang of doing uh, single camera work, I began to like that much more and got the hang of it. Uh, one thing you have to do, as I'm doing now, is talk softly. Mm. You did, the microphone is right there. And if I talk louder, it's very mm. off-putting and the camera can't take it. Uh, and I happen to have, as my children and my wife will tell you, the loudest voice in the world. And I'm, it's, it's a, it is a harsh and sometimes grating voice because I talk so loud. You, you are and this so, generation's Zero Mostel. Thank you. That is entirely who was my hero mm -hmm. during my early days. I got to see him on stage. I did watch him in the movies, and that's exactly who I wanted to be. And he was more famous on stage than he was in yeah. film, although he was lucky enough to have a film career. And yet, what did he often say? The only reason he worked so he could afford to paint. It's so, true, yeah. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I loved Mostel. I loved him, and I'm lucky enough to know his his son. His son lives around the corner from me. Uh, we used to uh, walk our dogs together, mm -hmm. and yeah, I was a huge fan of uh, of Zero Mostel. And Josh is an amazing actor on his on his. Isn't his he own. though? Just incredible yeah. actor. Yes, um, incredible. And recently, we just lost uh, Lynn Shelton, who was a friend of mine, and I know that you. She was. Tell me how she was a friend of yours. I used to meet her up at Sundance uh, uh, a few times. We we had we shared a pizza a couple of times together, and and uh, just in conversation, she was a brilliant, wonderful light, and very very much a uh, a, a person that's approachable, and you can sit and have a conversation with, and not so busy to say ever. Oh, I got to go. She was just an amazingly giving and wonderful, warm human being. And we need more I, of those. I agree with you. Um, here is what I texted or Twittered or whatever it is 
last night because um, Mark Marin put yeah. a picture of himself up saying, uh, I miss her. And I know so many people were commenting about her and, and the loss. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I decided to put my two cents in, which was really a personal thing. And I said that I was lucky enough to meet her one time on a movie, for a movie. We had a, uh, about a 45-minute conversation uh, over coffee. Now, when I go in for a job or an interview like that, I am looking to get the job. That's why I'm there. I want the job. So the only time that I couldn't care less about the job, I, wa I wanted to charm her. I wanted, I, my fantasy was that I would be her boyfriend and uh, she was married at the time. I think she was living in Washington and still married. Uh, and uh, I just, it's, it's all I could think about. She was so warm and so pretty and so smart. And uh, I, I was, uh, you know, you have a certain number of characters that you can use when you tweet. Uh, I was, and I couldn't say everything. I said I was smitten. I was gobsmacked. I couldn't believe it. And I really didn't know many of her films. I knew Laddies, Laggies, and uh, I went back and I watched some more of them. Mm. And uh, she was special. And I wonder if great fame or money would have changed her filmmaking. Uh, but she has a library that just speaks about her. And uh, that's the only time I ever saw her, the only time I ever met her. I had friends who knew her well. I adored her. Yeah, and, and it was 45 minutes. In, in 45 minutes, she became one of your best friends. I mean, just yeah. that's how the type of person she was. I, I agree with you. I yeah, so I share that with you. And, and uh, uh, let's chat a little bit about the social ones. That's why we're mm -hmm. here. Um, mm -hmm. You play a social media influencer, an architect. Yes, I wasn't just an influencer. I was groundbreaking. I was the guy who did it. I was the Jeff Bezos or the Bill Gates of... Uh, of the internet. Um, I will tell your audience who's listening now, it took us 10 minutes, you and me, Tony, to get online because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is how good an actor I am that I made this guy convincing <laughs> because I just don't know the first thing about it all. Uh, it is a language. When I was growing up, we had Fortran. They had X's and O's or ones and zeros or whatever it was. I hated it. I had no interest then. I have no interest now. What I did was I had, uh, it's a very expensive way, but I have tech support mm -hmm. in my three teenage children. Yeah, that's what and, me uh, too. Yes. So, uh, so when I have trouble, I say, get over here. I don't know what to do. I would have done it with us, but my children are now in school mm. on their computers. Uh, so I couldn't disturb them. But uh, I, I was saying words in this movie that I simply didn't understand and had to pretend that not only did I understand them, <laughs> I came up with, I invented the words. Wow. That's how, that's what I had to do. And I did know those quote unquote wonky types if they're still called that uh, who love computers still love computers love technology it's not what I did I liked movies I liked entertainment I know a lot about movies 
ask me what goes on behind the camera, I couldn't tell you. But I know about the trivia and the stories and the stars and their background. I know all that. Tell me what a key, you know, uh, it took me for the, that's why single camera was so tough. I didn't understand lighting or sound. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the technology of it all. So, it, it, it's, is it baffling to you? Still, it's yeah. still all baffling. Um, uh, movies, I understand more the technical aspect uh, because I'm forced to. Yeah. But did I want to? No. And I used to even take it as a, as a, a moment of pride mm -hmm. that I didn't know about it. Eh, you know, ignorance is not so blissful. Uh, stage is easier then. For me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, but stages are much more difficult. Much more difficult. Okay, here's how I, but it, I, I hope your audience finds this interesting. Stage is a megaphone. You're here and you spread it out like that. Film is the opposite. It's this big and then it just all comes down into here and you make it small. And that's the difference between stage and film. I like, uh, and I'll tell you this, the reason why uh, some actors learn Shakespeare and are good at Shakespeare is because you have to take this little thing and spread it out. And if you can do that, which is fairly easy, then you can do this. And Shakespeare is so difficult to make accessible and to spread it out. So if you can do that, then you can do this. Because I talk so loud and I'm so grating on my children and my, my wife, uh, especially in this pandemic, uh, uh, I, I, it's not as conducive to my talents well, as stages. I, I would cast you right now as Falstaff. I, as, of course, a role that I would love to play and, yeah. and look forward to someday. But I did see Wells do it in Chimes at Midnight, yeah. and I saw Kevin Klein do it on stage. God, he was good. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I love stage as well. And, and your training in Second City, um, that helps you in television. It helps you, you know, everywhere. Oh, you of go course. Because, yeah, of course. Yes. Yes. As well, Second City in informing who you are, informing who you are, because the audience every night who informed me what I could do, what they liked, uh, what was funny. So I, I grew in four and a half years there. So that was, uh, they, they, I call it the Harvard of comedy. And it truly is. I, I, you know, I know our time is, is, is slightly limited. Oh, but, I could talk um, to you for hours. I could talk. I will, in fact, I'm, I'm going to fly out and just have a cup of coffee with you. <laughs> just, if only we could. Yeah. If only we could fly. If only we could have coffee. Yeah. We, well, we probably should have coffee right now, but in yes. different parts of the state. You won a Drama Desk Award. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, yes. that's really big. Uh, well, I, and um, very, very proud of it. It's my, Drama Desk Award is so much more competitive than the Tonys, but the Tonys uh, pack so much clout. Very proud of the Drama Desk Award because then you're going of all theater, off Broadway, whatever. They're they're choosing you. That was a um, that was a great role. I was uh, a, a play that's not done very often called The Big Knife mm -hmm. by Clifford Odets. Odets writes in my rhythm. He he knew it, and his son was still alive. He got a real kick out of what I did with that role. Um, I saw, after I did the play, I then saw Rod Steiger in the movie. Hmm. Uh, Steiger is, have you seen the movie? I've seen the movie and, and I am a huge Rod Steiger fan. 
So am I. But if you look at that role, he's dreadful. But he's a blast to watch. But he's, I think he's dreadful in really? that. Uh, I, I, I think he was amazing. I think everybody else was, you know, me. was terrible. Yeah, it's a very difficult play. That's a great. He, I, I did not like him. I, uh, when I saw him, I, I didn't believe a word that he was saying. Mm-hmm. He loved his own voice. He loved Rod Steiger. <laughs> in, in that, in, in, oh, he was hilariously dreadful. Uh, you know, the earpiece, you know, he wears an, uh, there was nothing in the play that called for that. He just wanted to make it weird. So he just made the character weird. And I didn't believe a word of him. Uh, but he's a blast to watch. Uh, I mean, he was, he was doing an imitation of Rod Steiger. Yeah, his films are his films are just captivating, though he does he does such a well. He's a great actor, but I mean, I mean, you take uh, you you take a look at Pawnbroker, where he's got no Rod Steiger in him at all, where he's a real actor, or Waterfront, of course, but Mm -hmm. uh, and and the Heat of the Night, but oh my God, he he could I I I used to say the the scenery is my salad bar, Mm -hmm. you know, to the scenery. He he just went to town on the and with that one. There was nobody to to lease him in. It was a, it's a stupid performance, but it's a blast. It's I, I I caught your performance on Almost Paradise after we talked about Dean Devlin. Oh. There you are, you know, in the Philippines shooting that and playing golf mm-hmm. with Christian. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I was I when I wasn't I wasn't doing any publicity for Almost Paradise. I had done it for the Bellman. Uh, yeah, Almost Paradise was, uh, is a lovely show. It's fun. Uh, Dean, we talked about, and Christian is just a wonderful person, yeah. wonderful actor. He's a great guy. Yeah. As we end, uh, uh, are you, you're still best friends with George Clooney, Bonnie Hunt, all those people from Chicago? Yes. They, I still love them all. Yeah. I, I work with uh, George's dad, Nick, uh, here in Salt Lake yeah. City. He was, he was our anchor man for years. And I did the. In Salt Lake City? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I knew he, uh, he was, he still is. Yeah. It's such a smart and, and erudite. Uh, there is a reason why George is the man that he is. He, he was taught by a master and he learned well. Kindness. I mean, the, the man just wore he, he kindness is. like a suit. He does. And, and, and he, and George says about this present era that kindness will win out is is that we cannot we will not abide all of this hate and that is unfortunately uh uh, what we're saddled with right now richard you're one of my favorite people i uh i could talk to you every other week which i think we're going to start doing now is just just get me back to work and let's do it (laughs) yeah and uh, and and thank you for mentioning fortran in in our conversation because (laughs) you're not the only ones that know what that is because i still have punch cards laying around here Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. All right, sir. Uh, thank you so much. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let Hilda know that we're done, and uh, I am stopping our recording. Great.